You're getting the most out of being at a game with American Express. The card member entrance, the lounge, and out tip off. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Ah! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Terms apply. And welcome, everyone, to our latest edition of our Top 25 EP Poll Reaction, I'm Andy Katz from NCAA Digital, March Madness Men's Basketball, of course, here on the Bleacher Report app. And we've got a new number one. Houston took care of business on Sunday by beating Memphis in the American. They have another game against uh, the Tigers later this season. Well, two weeks, they end the season at Memphis. So they replaced Alabama, which lost earlier in the week to Tennessee. Uh, can't Again, again. Um, Almost the same as me, even though I know I say this every week. AP poll voters have to have their votes in Sunday night. That's when I do my Power 36 and mine's posted before this, but I know they don't see it. But anyway, it's fun to look at it. Uh, So we both had Houston number one. I had Kansas two. Kansas had a great week, beat Baylor, beat Oklahoma State earlier. And then Alabama three. Um, I agree with UCLA four. Um, I had Purdue six. Uh, you know, and, and Texas five, um, you know, Purdue did lose to Maryland, beat Ohio state. Uh, at some point you have to sort of not punish Purdue, but you gotta be realistic. They lost three or four, um, you know, prior to Sunday's game. And then they beat an Ohio state team that's reeling. So I still think Purdue's going to be fine. I think the Boilermakers will end up, uh, probably winning out because their last road games at Wisconsin, I don't think the Badgers have the makeup to beat them. So I think Purdue is going to be a solid one over the weekend. Of course, we saw the top 16. We saw Houston, Alabama, Purdue, and Kansas were the four ones. Um, and that was all prior to Sunday, well, prior to Saturday's games. So that was based on Purdue losing Thursday night at Maryland. Uh, that's why they dropped to the third number one. So now you see the rest of the top 25, Virginia, Arizona, Texas, Baylor, uh, Marquette, Tennessee, Gonzaga, Miami. Um, this mirrors kind of the top 16. Miami was not in the top 16 prior to Saturday afternoon. I thought they should have been. I also have Miami a little higher. I've got them at the nine spot. I think Miami and Virginia are clearly the two best teams in the ACC right now. K-State, St. Mary's, Xavier, Indiana, UConn. Uh, UConn refuses to drop out of the top 25. Creighton, Providence, Northwestern. Yes, the Wildcats are ranked and they should have been. They beat Purdue, Indiana, and Iowa. And this last week, Indiana and Iowa. And they got in at number 21, and they should have. Uh, San Diego State, Iowa State, TCU, Texas A&M. I like the Texas A&M as well. They definitely should be ranked. And by the way, our team of the week, as you see right under me, are the Texas A&M Aggies. Why? Texas A&M right now, first of all, they beat Arkansas. They won at Missouri. They sweep Missouri. Five-game win streak. They're alone in second place in the SEC. They've got a three-game lead on Tennessee and Kentucky. So they are comfortably in second place, a game behind Alabama. Now, 
in their last four games, they play Tennessee and Alabama at home. Um, are they going to sweep those games? I don't know, but I do know that they got opportunities here. It's crazy. Think about this. In the Big Ten and the SEC, okay, technically, with two weeks left, Northwestern still could win the Big Ten, game behind Purdue, beat Purdue, alone in second place. In the SEC, Texas A&M could still win the SEC, a game behind Alabama, and in this case, still play Alabama at home. Um, so they could definitely tie for it. They got a chance. They have Alabama in their sights. Uh, crazy. Player of the week, Penn State's Jalen Pickett. 73 points in two games. 41 against Illinois, also had eight assists. And then in Minnesota, 32 points, eight assists on Saturday night. 73 points. Now, Penn State, I'm telling you, if they can get into the tournament, that's a big if. They got a long mountain to climb still. They're going to be a tough matchup, and it's because of Jalen Pickett. I mean, they've got the goods to win a game or two if they could just get in the tournament. So we'll see if they can do it. Pickett had a phenomenal week. He's been great. He's a first-team All-Big Ten player. So back-to-back weeks, though, I've got SEC Team of the Weeks, team teams of the week that I did not expect. Because last week it was Vanderbilt. And by the way, Vanderbilt again beat Auburn. I got Vandy in my top 25. Because in the snapshot of time, Vanderbilt is playing like the top 25 They've won five in a row and are playing like a team that certainly could play their way into the tournament. That's what they got to do. But, hey, they're beating everyone in front of them. Love to see what they can do here in the final two weeks and in the SEC tournament. Uh, Notable results. um, Texas Tech did beat Texas earlier in the week. Um, Maybe that's why, uh, you know, Longhorns dropped a little bit more. Um, I still like the way they're playing. And uh, I kept them in my top 10 as well. Um, Valentine's Day, we had NC State losing to Syracuse. And on the weekend, they beat Carolina. Great game in double overtime. I think it was double overtime. Providence beat Creighton. Um, Oklahoma upset K-State, but then K-State turned around and beat Iowa State. But that's just life in the Big 12 right now, much like this Texas-Texas Tech game. I mean, it's just life in the Big 12. It's crazy. Uh, you know, continuing on throughout the course of the week, some great games, you know, on on uh, 15th and 16th that you see there. We had the Tennessee beating Alabama game, Marquette beating Xavier on a tip-in, uh, Northwestern beating Indiana. Indiana was down big, came storming back, and Northwestern held on. Iowa State beat TCU handily. Then on Thursday, I was there for the court storming with Maryland and Purdue, one of the most chaotic court storms I've been a part of. Uh, Jameer Young has been sensational transferring from Charlotte to Maryland. And then Middle Tennessee, always good for an upset or two in Conference USA now, knocks off FAU. Um, It's unfortunate for Dusty May's crew, but FAU probably now has to win Conference USA to get in. Then on Saturday, we had the Kansas-Baylor game I referenced. Uh, That Indiana-Illinois game was crazy, too. And keep in mind, Illinois was playing without Terrence Shannon Jr. Uh, Texas then beat Oklahoma in overtime. Uh, Tennessee gets the sweep of, excuse me, Kentucky gets the sweep of Tennessee. And then, as I mentioned, K-State beat Iowa State. And then Duke absolutely throttled Syracuse by 22 in the Carrier Dome. And then on Sunday, what a couple of crazy games. First off, in the Big Ten, 
uh, you don't see there. Nebraska beat Maryland uh, in overtime. Um, great game. Sam Hoiberg, Fred Hoiberg's son, who was not playing for most of the season, multiple injuries uh, in the starting lineup. Sam Hoiberg's had to play, has the steal and the layup to clinch the victory for Nebraska. Casey Tominaga has been one of the best stories in the Big Ten in the month of February and late January. So they beat Maryland. They're now 7-10 and 10 in the Big Ten. Crazy. Then you see Northwestern blew out Iowa. Fran McCaffrey got tossed, double technical. Didn't see that one coming. They win by 20. Now we see them ranked. And I mentioned the NC State victory over North Carolina. All right, before we look ahead to this week, um, let's peel back some questions. Uh, and then we'll you know certainly spin forward. Um, An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Terms apply. Okay, Clark's listening to Mick Cronin because Mick was upset about uh, their placement in the top 16 East. Uh, Let me address that first. Um, I agree they're not getting full respect. I've got UCLA four. Okay, first of all, I have to address this, right? <laughs> this never, ever, 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 ever comes up. I'm going to put my NCA hat on here. Conference affiliation of where you are going in a conference never comes up. There is no way unequivocally, and I've already talked to them this morning, the committee does not say, oh, no, UCLA is going to the Big Ten, let's ship them east. Not happening. That's what Mick discussed after they beat Cal. Um, now, will something happen in the Pac-12? I don't know. You can be conspiracy theorist on all these teams when you are leaving a league. People always say stuff like that when that happens. But in the committee, no. They don't even look at conference affiliation. Every team is judged individually, okay? Also, from the top 16, number one, it is based on the, the seed lines of where you're placed, okay? UCLA in the first two rounds, they're going to be out west, Sacramento likely. So first of all, you got to win two games. You know, you got to win two games to get to the Sweet 16. I think it's funny that when we're in the media, we ask about looking ahead. Coaches, oh no, no, we got to look at the next game. This is a case where a coach is looking ahead to where they might be in a Sweet 16 Elite Eight, not where they will be in a first and second round, which they'd have to win, of course, first. And anyway, UCLA has plenty of time if they to get to that one line to potentially be in Vegas as the number one seed. What do they got to do? They got to beat Arizona at home to end the regular season. Do that. Maybe Houston stumbles. Maybe Purdue. Who knows? Um, Alabama. I mean, there's still time. There's a couple weeks in the regular season, too. And then we got conference tournaments. So plenty. Um, 
Virginia Cav related to this. Blue Bloods, UCLA, UVA, Kansas, and IU will be scary in March. I agree. Um, Matt Cash on a healthy Duke. Yeah, it's funny. They've been, believe it or not, under the radar. Uh, right now undefeated at home. They could easily make their way to the Sweet 16. I could totally see it. Now, they're going to have a hard game, but they got the talent, and they're getting healthy. And then once you're in that second weekend, who knows? Anything can happen. St. Peter's beat Purdue. Uh, Pitt not ranked because they lost to Virginia Tech. Miami should be top 10. I agree with you. IU not in the top 10. Why? Well, they did lose to Northwestern, so they didn't sweep the week. Tennessee's overrated. Might have a point. They really struggle to score. Can Texas be a number one seed? Yes. Win the Big 12. Will UNC make the tournament? I feel like they will, but if they make it, I think they're going to be in the first four in Dayton. Remember, UCLA in the bubble year went from first four to final four. You don't understand how NC State isn't ranked. You know, they did lose to Syracuse. No, Kentucky. I ranked Kentucky, by the way. I did. Where is Maryland? I still had Maryland ranked. Um, you think AM is overrated? Let's see. They play Alabama, Tennessee. Let's see. Uh, they were crazy to drop Bama. You know, they did lose. I can see why. Six Big 12 teams is too many. It's an opinion. Marquette, a two seed. I think they definitely could be there. Xavier's underrated. Well, let's wait and find out. Miami will win the ACC tournament. I don't disagree with that. Um, I think you. I think Kentucky should have been ranked. Um, chances Houston wins out, I think, pretty high. Uh, you know, they just got to beat Memphis. Do I view Indiana as a top five team when Xavier Johnson comes back? Top ten. I'm buying the hype on Indi- on Miami. Uh, is Kansas the best team? They certainly could be. Oh my God, go Preds! Can you please give Vanderbilt some respect? Um, obviously you're a Predator fan. You're in Nashville. Listen, of course, I had them team of the week last week. I ranked them in my power 36. I also think Vanderbilt has a legitimate shot to earn their way into the NCAA tournament. Keep winning, Vandy. Stack is doing a great job. So you don't want to come to me with no respect for Vanderbilt because I am certainly giving the respect to Vandy. All right? Um, My favorite to win it all outside of the top three teams. Well, let's do top 10 because Purdue, UCLA, they're not in the top uh, three right now. Favorite to win it all out of the top 10. I would say, based on the list I'm looking at right now in front of me, I would say Indiana because of TJD and Jalen hood Shafino. They got two pros right there. So Indiana is probably number one on that list that could win it. Uh, Miami has the talent to win it. I don't trust Tennessee offensively. Uh, Baylor inside, I don't trust as much. So I would say outside of the top 10 right now, I would say Miami and Indiana legitimately, okay, could win it. Um, uh, Someone's saying Northwestern 21 is disrespectful. It's funny. They got in. Um, will Providence, Providence, you're predicting a sweep of UConn. That would be tremendous for the Friars if they can pull that off. Um, I don't know why it's crazy to say I, Indiana could make a Sweet 16 appearance. They're more than talented. Um, 
UCLA Bruins says TJD or ED for player of the year. So they had an interesting discussion about this on uh, B- Big Ten and Beyond Sunday night on Big Ten Network. Could Zach Eady win national player of the year and Trace Jackson Davis win Big Ten player of the year? Well, it depends what your definition is. Because Edie has been the most consistent, dominant player throughout the course of the season. All you had to do was see what happened to Duke and Gonzaga in Portland. He was dominant. Okay. Trace Jackson Davis really struggled against Arizona's bigs and Kansas's bigs. He did not play well in either one of those games. In the Big Ten, he's been dominant. I, for one, think you have to look at the whole season. Because, by the way, there were Big Ten games in December. Okay? So, yes, TJD has been great in 2023. But um, he didn't play great at Rutgers. They lost that game. Played well against North Carolina. Yes. Um, Played well at Xavier. But didn't play well at Rutgers. That was in December. Kansas, Arizona. So those three games were prior to 2030. So I go Edie. Um, we got Northwestern fans chiming in. Matt Nicholson. I would argue that in the Big Ten, he is definitely in the top five of players who has played his role as well as anyone in the league. His role, defend, rebound, screen. That's what he's doing. Tremendous. And if he can make more free throws, great. Play, you know, he, he hit his free throws for the most part uh, Sunday. Um, how far will Gonzaga go? Uh, they're going to, you know, here's the difference. They're going to have hard games from the get-go. No easy games. No 16. No 15. So I think with this Gonzaga team, if they get to the Sweet 16 and continue the streak of getting to the Sweet 16s, I think it's seven years. I don't have that in front of me. Um, you know, that'd be that'd be really good. All right. Um, let's go back, if we can, to our producer, to the beginning of the upcoming games. I want to go over those real quick. All right. So February 20th, that's Monday, today, Kansas at TCU. Monster game for the Horned Frogs. If Kansas wins that, it's another, you know, potential uh, – Rung in the ladder to win the Big 12. Tuesday. Let's start with the bottom one. Incredibly emotional evening in East Lansing. That'll be the men's basketball's first home game since the tragic shooting a week ago today. Um, Indiana at Michigan State. Um, The women's team had a game on Saturday. I just want to say that I think that the entire athletic department, especially Tom Izzo, because he's the front-facing person, uh, has handled this as best as anyone can. Um, there's no blueprint for this. Uh, I think the entire Big Ten, of course, Michigan, did a great job of honoring the victims and the survivors before every game. Uh, and it's really nice to see everyone come together. Um, and this is not, there's no quick fix, as we know, in any of this in life. So they're playing the games and they're doing the best they can. And I think it's going to be a very emotional evening in East Lansing. On the court, Iowa State of Texas, big game for Texas if they want to maintain first place with Kansas, at least record-wise. Marquetta Creighton, uh, that's a potential first-place battle. Creighton trying to get to Marquette's level, their game back. Tennessee at AM, as I mentioned, first of two monster home games for AM and the season with Alabama. And Baylor K-State. Again, another just brutal game in the Big 12. All right, let's go to Wednesday's games, February 22nd. <clears throat> 
Providence at UConn, bit of rivalry in the Big East. Uh, Providence going for the sweep. Wake Forest at NC State. Wake Forest not in my bracket on Sunday, uh, Saturday, so uh, they got to win that game. Iowa at Wisconsin. Wisconsin fell out of the bracket after losing uh, at home to Rutgers, so big game for the Badgers. Iowa just lost Sunday by 20 at Northwestern. On uh, Thursday, Northwestern at Illinois beat Illinois handily at home. That was earlier in the year. We don't know Terrence Shannon's status out with concussion protocols. Uh, Northwestern's flying high right now. Illinois is going to play on Monday night a, a makeup game against Minnesota prior to this game uh, against Northwestern. Michigan Rutgers, huge game for Wolver- the Wolverines. They just beat Michigan State. They're not in the bubble. They're not even first four out yet. You beat Rutgers on the road, you're going to get closer. And Xavier at Seton Hall. Seton Hall's out, but Xavier's trying to win the Big East. And that game is on Friday. Then we move to Saturday's games. You saw this earlier. Uh, Clemson and NC State. Clemson's got some work to do. They just had a bad, bad loss to Louisville. Bad. They got to win that game. Arkansas at Alabama. Uh, both teams are in, but Alabama's trying to win the SEC and be a one. Texas at Baylor. That's going to be a great game. By the way, every week I've said this. How can Rodney Terry be a top 15 finalist for the Naismith Coach of the Year and not get the full-time job? Chris Del Conte, hire him. End of story. K-State at Oklahoma State. Again, the Cowboys trying to get in that bracket. Virginia, Carolina. Carolina, I mean, that's a must win. Carolina's going to win that game. Late night, Indiana at Purdue. Or Saturday night. I don't think it's that late. Maybe seven. Um, Indiana trying to get the sweep of Purdue. Purdue trying to secure Big Ten title and number one seed. Virginia Tech at Duke. Um, Duke just continues to climb up. Virginia Tech's out. And then St. Mary's at Gonzaga. Crazy. On Thursday night, St. Mary's, if they beat Pacific, can win at least a share of the title. Gonzaga plays San Diego. Then on Saturday, um, this could be for St. Mary's to win it outright, which would be amazing, or for them to share the title. Uh, I know ESPN's College Game Day is going to be there. It's just going to be a great atmosphere. It'll be tremendous. And then on Sunday, on February 26th, We've got Wisconsin at Michigan again, a must win for both these schools. Um, Northwestern at Maryland. Maryland has not lost a Big Ten home game this season. They did lose to UCLA, non conference, soon to be conference. And then Rutgers at Penn State. This game's taken on even more importance because Penn State needs to win this game um, because they got to get into the tournament and they need wins. So there you go. All right, a couple more questions. Appreciate everyone. Um, I don't believe AM has a chance to win, to, uh, win it all, but they, they still have a chance to win the Big Ten uh, SEC. Um, all right. Uh, do I think Indiana will win the Big Ten tourney? They're certainly one of the candidates. They'll have a great fan base in the United Center. What's Memphis's ceiling? I'd say probably. Could they win two games? Sure, but they're gonna they're gonna be a low seed. They're gonna have hard games at the jump, right? They're gonna 10 or 11 the seed, you know, if they get in. So right off the bat, game one's going to be hard. Creighton's going to be scary, March. Yeah, Creighton could make a deep run, no question about it. Um, you know, Carolina, I, I'm not quite sure. Uh, they're just missing their edge. It's just not right. I don't know. Um, I like Kansas winning on the road at TCU, believe it or not. You know, TCU's just had so many injuries this season. Uh, is it going to be Haquez or uh, Zubilis, uh, Azula Zubilis? 
Azulus, I'm reading you, Azulus, Tubulus. <laughs> Azulus, Tubulus. You, you were the one that had the typo there uh, for player of the year in the, in the Pac-12. I think they're going to wait to see who wins that game. Uh, number one overall seed as of today, uh, I think it's going to be Alabama uh, because they have better overall wins. Now, Houston's ranked number one, but I think Alabama would be the number one overall seed. Um, you know, by the way, Shaka's not so low on the coach of the year lists. Those lists were not in order for the Naismith coach of the year. But Shaka's got to be, you know, it's going to go from 15 to 10 here, I think next week. And he'll, he should be in the 10. I'm going to vote for him. So he should be in the top 10. And to me, he's the Big East coach of the year. And right now, Chris Collins is the Big Ten coach of the year. Um, so very interesting to see how it all plays out. Uh, all right. We have gone quite a while. Appreciate everyone. Um, we're getting down to the last two weeks of the regular season for the high profile conferences. Conference tournaments actually will start next week in some of the one bid leagues. So crazy. It's flying by. February always flies by. And, uh, if you can believe it, three weeks from yesterday, which was Sunday selection Sunday, if I got that right. Yeah. Next Sunday, we got the 26th following Sunday is March 5th and then selection Sunday. Wow. We're off and running. Appreciate everyone. Check out all our social media stuff, Bleach Report, NCAA Digital, March Madness Men's Basketball. Be safe, everyone. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you later.